Hello and welcome to Bought at a Price podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Our mission is to take you on a redemptive journey towards understanding the way that God views your body, your lifestyle, and your role in His kingdom. We are committed to bringing you solid biblical wisdom combined with practical science-backed lifestyle tips and information to help you care for yourself spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. Thank you for joining us. God and fasting social media. We're going to talk about that today along with 10 questions to ask ourselves. I'm going to warn you, this is a tough subject because social media has really become so commonplace in all of our lives. Maybe you've considered fasting from social media because you're tired of how people treat you or how sometimes social media makes you feel. There's a lot of reasons why we could take a break from social media. But whatever your reason, I want us to consider two things today. Loving our neighbor and fasting for God. It's currently Lent and fast is a common Lenting practice. So today we're going to explore how to fast social media for Lent. And we're going to do this by looking at fasting through the lens of love. So are you ready to learn about fasting social media for God and how that's related to us loving our neighbor? I promise it won't be too painful, but it might hurt a little bit. So let's get started. So when should Christians stop with social media? Because if you're listening to this, you're likely wondering if you should take a break from social media. And as Christians, we're called to live differently from the rest of the world. We're called to live our lives imitating Christ. And when we see how Jesus lived his life, it helps us determine if taking a break or fasting from social media might be needed. In Matthew 22, 37 through verse 40, Jesus said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. There's one big question to ask ourselves. Are we using social media in a way that reflects the love of God? Are we loving our neighbors with the way that we use social media? And because loving our neighbor is a big topic all of its own, we're going to unpack it while asking ourselves this question. Should I fast social media? So, the first part of this commandment Jesus gave in Matthew 22 is is that love has to do with our love for God. Jesus said that we're to love God with all we are, our heart, our soul, and our mind. When Jesus said this, he was actually quoting Deuteronomy 6, verses 4 through 5, where Moses was giving the people God's commands. Love for God, love that flows out of every cell in our body, is to be the foundation of everything else we do. 
The second command Jesus gave was to love your neighbor as yourself. To answer the, quote, should I fast social media questions, we need to understand a couple of things about this second command. First, how we love our neighbor is of utmost importance. Our love should show that they're worthy of honor and respect, and it should impart value and worth to our neighbor that reflects our love for God. Second, our love for our neighbor should mirror the way we love ourselves. This means that we should love who we are inside and out because we were created in the image of God. And that's how we should love everyone else as well, even our enemies. Knowing if you should fast social media means knowing how you're loving God and others. And to help with this, I've compiled 10 common yet unloving things that we might be doing on social media. Our prayer is that these questions help you identify ways that you may not be loving God, yourself, or your social media neighbors well. And while we know that this list of questions I'm about to talk about is a hard list, we don't want you beating yourself up. Instead, delight in the fact that God's grace, His mercy, His kindness, compassion, and love is poured out for us. So if this list highlights areas where you're not loving yourself or others well, seek forgiveness. Then rejoice and prayerfully ask God what He wants you to do next. If He wants you to fast from social media, the section we'll talk about after we go through these questions will walk you through that process. So first, the 10 questions that we need to ask ourselves. Question one has to do with gossip. It's all over social media. Everyone's saying things about others in seemingly harmless ways. But if you're talking about others, there's a good chance you're gossiping. Do you share news about others? exclude them or talk about them behind their social backs? Or maybe you share, quote, prayer requests with the underlying motive of passing along a juicy little tidbit. Dear friend, that's gossip and not loving your social media neighbor. We don't have the right to share anything about others unless they've told us it's okay, asked us to share it, or they're part of the conversation. Number two has to do with identity. Is who you are and what you think about yourself wrapped up in how people respond to the things that you post on social? Do you scroll through social media wishing that you looked like X or came up with posts like Y? Your identity is found in God and God alone. So would you consider stepping away from social media and spending the time getting to know who God created you to be? He's the only one who can help you love yourself as he does. Bumps, rolls, and mistakes included. Number three, comparing. With all the beautiful images making up most social feeds, it's hard not to compare. But if you found you're always comparing yourself to others on social media, 
it might be time to step away. When we compare ourselves to others, we're saying that we're not happy with how God created us. And remember, friend, you were created in the image of God. And I can't think of anyone more beautiful than a woman who loves and reflects her maker. Number four, venting. Are you using social media to vent, to express discontent, anger, or outrage? If you are, please stop and ask yourself this question. Will what I'm posting reflect God's love? If you can answer yes, it's probably okay to post. If not, ask the Lord to help you love the person behind those emotions. And then ask God how he'd like the situation handled. Because loving your social media neighbor involves loving people who've wronged you. Five, this one has to do with guidance. When you're trying to figure things out, where's the first place you turn for advice? As Christians, we should turn to God. And even if you're trying to figure out a scheduling, financial, or food detail, God has the answer. Show love for God and trust Him to provide everything you need. Number six, this has to do with hurt. The old saying, if you can't say something nice, don't say something at all, is especially true for social media. And as Christians, we're to speak the truth in love. People can't hear our tone of voice or see our body language or face on social. They can only read our words, unless you've posted a video. If you can't post with loving kindness, you probably shouldn't post. Number seven, bragging humbly. You know the posts. The one where we say things like, I'm so exhausted from getting up at 5 a.m. every day this week to meal prep healthy meals. Fat, lazy, and healthy. That's bragging paired with self-deprecation. And guess what? Neither of those things are okay. It's not showing love to yourself or God. What is okay is celebrating without bragging or tearing ourselves down. Why not say, I am so excited that the Holy Spirit's given me the strength to get up and meal prep this week. Celebrate, rejoice, and give God glory in the process. People want to celebrate with you. Number eight, conversations. Do you use social media to have conversations that should be held in person? Knowing if a conversation is okay for social media is tough. But ask yourself this, are you afraid of having the conversation because you're uncertain how it'll end up? Answering yes to this means you need to pray and then talk with the person in person. And remember, it's okay to agree to disagree. To the best of our ability, we need to do as Romans 12, 18 says, and live peaceably with all. Because you love your neighbor when you have those hard conversations. Number nine has to do with spirituality. Social media is a great tool for sharing the truths of God's word, but not if we're doing it in a way to build ourselves up. Posting things in attempt to seem uber-spiritual and garner man's applause, it's wrong. It shows that we're more concerned with what others think of us than what God thinks. 
And that's not loving God or our neighbor well. Ask the Holy Spirit to make you hypersensitive to ways you're looking for other people's applause. Then consider posting things that build up your neighbor and not yourself. And last but not least has to do with boundaries. Social media boundaries, they're tough. But ask yourself, are there people you shouldn't be following? People who encourage bad behaviors or attitudes in you. People who could jeopardize in-person relationships that you're in. And what about overall social media boundaries? Is the amount of time you spend on social media damaging or setting a bad example to the people around you? You know where your struggles and weaknesses are. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you set boundaries so that you're showing God, your neighbor, and yourself love. I know that some of those can be tough questions, and if you're struggling with the answers to those questions, would you email us? You can reach us. There's a link in the show notes from the podcast. Email us so that we can pray with you. These questions may have been eye-openers, but they are not meant to burden you. So with the answers to those questions in mind, let's move and talk about how to actually fast from social media. Because if you found that you do any of those 10 things I just went through, fasting from social might be a good idea. Why? Because fasting draws us closer to God, and in turn, it allows Him to shape our hearts. And it's the shaping of our hearts that leads us to love as Jesus commanded. If you'd like to learn more about God shaping our hearts and fasting, check out the other posts that are linked in the show notes. Sarah has um, done a couple of podcasts on learning to hunger and thirst for God that are all about God shaping our hearts. Truthfully, fasting social media, though, is actually quite simple. We just have to stop using it. But if you're anything like me, you know yourself better than that. And we should also know our enemy Satan better than that. Because when we set out to do something that will allow God to shape our hearts, temptation seems to always surround us. So, what in the world should we do? Well, we take some proactive steps that make accessing social media a bit harder. Number one, delete the apps. But have no fear, just because you delete the apps doesn't mean that you lose everything. It'll still be there if you decide to return to social media. Number two, log out. If you're using social on a computer, go to your browser and log out of your social media accounts. And while you're at it, do the same things on the browsers, on the phone and your tablet or whatever else devices you have. Number three has to do with time. Pray and ask the Lord how long he'd like you to fast from social media. It's okay to start small and work your way into a longer, more inclusive fast. You might start by just minimizing. If you're afraid that fasting all forms of social media is going to be too much, take baby steps. Start with one, the one that you use the most, and commit to fasting it for a day or a week. And then after that, 
renew, remove another form of social media or add another week to your initial fast. Four, preparation. Consider spending the time that you'd normally be on social media praying, reading God's word, and sharing God's love with others. There's a couple of other links in the show notes as well for some episodes we have on praying without ceasing and meditating on God's word. Look at the, you know, think about the 10 things that we just talked about and consider focusing your prayer and your Bible study time on those different areas. If you would like a list of those 10 different things, you can find that. There's a link in the show notes that'll take you to our website. Social media, it's become a way of life, and that makes fasting from it hard. But like I said in the beginning, God calls us to a different way of life. He calls us to live a life of love. And the great news is we don't have to figure this love God, love others thing out on our own. Jesus left us a perfect example to follow. And in addition to that, God provides. If you're struggling to love God with all you are or struggling to love yourself or your neighbors, God wants to help. When you choose to fast from social media because you're wanting God to shape your heart, God will shape your heart to love. After all, God is love and when you and you were made in his image, you my dear friend, we're created to reflect God's love to the world around you. And the world needs to experience God's love. Will you allow God to shape your heart to be a heart after his? Will you fast social media for God because you want to love like he does? Stay tuned because next week we're going to be looking at fasting food and what it means to serve God alone. But until then, I'd like you to remember these words from 1 Peter 4, verses 7 through 11. The end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be self-controlled and sober-minded for the sake of your prayers. Above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. Show hospitality to one another without grumbling, as each has received a gift Use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God, whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies, in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. God bless, friends.